Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 146 of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com and in today's show Kelvin talks to Jim Stern, international speaker on electronic marketing and consumer interaction and consultant to Fortune 500 companies and the subject understanding web metrics all coming up in Internet Marketing. So, Jim, one of your books um, you, that you've written, that probably you know, or is the one that I'm most uh, am aware of, um, is social media metrics. Um, how do you get started in measuring social media? Which I know is a big question, and that's kind of why you've written a book on it. But kind of um, for someone who's you know clearly can see the value of social media, but perhaps hasn't done much measurement in the past, what would you say that the you know, the best place to start on, on measuring social media? Well, there are three or four things you can measure. And the very first thing to, to look at is, um, are you being talked about at all? So is anybody saying anything? You know, the, uh, Oscar Wilde famously said, the only, the only thing worse than people talking about you is people not talking about you. <laughs> so first, the monitoring. Are people saying anything? And, and is it trending up, down, sideways? And how do I compare that to the amount that people are talking about my competitors? Mm-hmm. Then the question is sentiment. So what's their opinion of you? They're saying lots of things. Are they saying nice things or unhappy things? So the sentiment analysis, which is a bit tricky but, but important nonetheless, uh, again, this is not looking at, at absolute numbers but trends over time. Um, are people saying more and more happy things or is suddenly there's a spike in negative conversation? Um, the next thing is your impact on that conversation. So monitoring is just, are they talking and are they happy? And then when you get involved and join the conversation, are you having an impact on the, the amount that people are talking, their, their polarity for positive or negative? And then are you encouraging people to take action? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to split that into social action do they retweet? Do they like? Do they recommend? Do they post? And then business actions, do they click through to a landing page? Uh, do they engage with the brand and do they convert? So those are, those are the big high-end basics. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of people, when they're kind of faced with these challenges of social media, uh, measuring social media, tend to look to, for tools or software to, to solve the um, solution. Is that kind of a good place to start? And, you know, if people are looking down that route, are there any particular solutions or packages or places to look that, that you would recommend? Um, that's invariably a mistake. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I want to measure something. Let's go find some tools. Well, yeah. before that happens, let's stop and think, what, what is the purpose of your measurement? Why do you want to measure it? And if you do measure it, what will you do with the data you receive? Um, mm-hmm. Thousands of people are talking about me. Is that good or bad? Will that impact mm-hmm. what you do? Or are, are you just curious? Uh, exactly the same thing. Uh, in the good old days with web analytics. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to measure what's happening on my website. Where's the data? Well, we have these log files, and we can mm-hmm. sift through them and hope to glean meaning from, well, why do you want to know? What are you trying to accomplish with your social media program that measurement is going to help you reach your goals? If you know what your goals are, that will tell you what your metrics should be, that will direct you toward what tools can help you measure those things. Mm-hmm. Um, lots and lots of tools out there, you know, Clout, Twiddleizer, um, and, then, and then they get expensive, uh, mm-hmm. that measure all kinds of things and do lovely dashboarding and isn't it impressive. Mm-hmm. But without knowing the purpose of your measurement, um, it's, it's a fool's errand. And do you, you know, you talk about some of the kind of lower cost or, or free tools there. If, if you know that someone's got a very clear idea of how they, you know, what that success is, they understand that kind of business purpose of, of um, what, what they're measuring and why. Do you think that a lot can be achieved with kind of outgoing out and, you know, spending a lot of money? Once, you know, once someone's got that clear idea of what they're measuring, they're not just using a, a metric or score because that's what the software tells them, that they're, they've actually got that clarity of vision of, what is required? Do you think that they can? A lot of people can actually get by with not necessarily investing in a lot of these tools, or or does that entirely depend on what it is they're looking to measure? Um, it it has to do with with the infinite balance of time versus money. Um, mm-hmm. If I have no money and plenty of time, then all the free tools in the world are fabulous because I have an infinite amount of time to install, implement, uh, uh, download access and analyze and oh joy. But the Mm -hmm. rest of us actually work for a living and Mm -hmm. infinite time is not our best thing. Um, So a little bit of money is good whether I'm hiring a consultant to help me with the free tools or Mm -hmm. paying one of the paid for services that are more sophisticated and more able to integrate with the other tools that I'm using. I'd, Mm -hmm. I'd dearly love to say, Oh, well here are the only three tools you ever need to use. Mm -hmm. But, um, you, you interviewed recently, uh, Brian Eisenberg, who has put a, a whole website dedicated to online marketing tools. And there's hundreds and hundreds of them. Mm. I don't presume to know which one's best. Mm Mm-hmm. And you talked a bit there about kind of the need in some cases that is actually about manpower. Um, you know, it's about taking the time to analyze that data, that that's where you should be spending your money rather than perhaps on a software solution. And you talked about potentially hiring a kind of third party consultant to help you. And I know a lot of yes. the listeners to the show would be kind of, you know, working for agencies who might not have web analysts in their team or, or might be working in house in a role where they could see that there's 
huge amount of insight that they could gain from um, you know having a better understanding of the the reporting and software that they've already got. Have you got any particular advice about how to seek out those consultants, what to look for, and you know some of the qualities that you know if you if you were faced with the decision that you're in house, you had very little time, at, but you wanted to learn more about the the data that you already had. How would you go about finding that consultant? Um, well, let's see. The the first place I'd look is whatever tool I'm using. There are uh, partner ecosystems. So if it's Google Analytics, there are authorized Google Analytics consultants. Mm-hmm. If I'm using Web Trends or Omniture, uh, there are on, the, on those vendors' websites are lists of partners. So mm-hmm. I can either go directly to the vendor and hire them in their professional services group, or I'm, I'm more inclined to reach out to the smaller boutique agencies that are uh, analytics wizards and dearly love to to dive in and muck about in your data in order to to pull insights out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the The value there is enormous in that they've worked with lots of different companies. Mm-hmm. They know the tool well enough. Um, I think the the decision making process is when I'm interviewing these people. Um, are they telling me about all of their fabulous exploits, or are they asking me lots of deep questions about the type of business I do and the business model I use, that's, that's the secret sauce. If, they, mm-hmm. if they're trying to understand the problem that we're solving, if they care about what I think success looks like, then they can compare and contrast that with all of their other clients and bring all of those learnings to bear. Um, mm-hmm. I, I talked to a senior manager at Coca-Cola who said that they've, they've stopped hiring analysts and only hire consultants now because mm-hmm. once you've been an analyst inside a company for six or eight months, you're you're too tied into the politics to be able to do analysis cleanly, mm-hmm. whereas an outside consultant can come in, look at the data, and say, oh, therefore, I think this is happening, and here's how we test whether that's a true hypothesis and how we get more value out of mm-hmm. uh, the the programs that we're running or the social media uh, efforts that we're putting forth. And I, I can imagine that um, quite a few of the listeners to the show um, have used tools like Google Analytics in, in the past, and they might well have, for their own sites, kind of got into that. And, you know, they've begun to get really interested in analytics. They've probably read up some of the books and started to read some of the websites there and really like to kind of pursue a career as a, a web analyst or, or something along along those lines. Are there particular skills that you think people need to be honing if they want to make a move into the career? Because you talked a bit there about kind of asking about the business question as much as it's about you know the analysis is there any other areas that you think that these people who would like to become web analysts ought to be exploring well the web analyst is this this strange uh unique being that lives between technology and marketing and the business so um my favorite quote recently i wish i remembered who said it an, an analyst needs to know a great deal about business and a businessman needs to know a little bit about math. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've got to have somebody who loves the numbers and appreciates mm-hmm. statistics. Um, they don't have to be a formal statistician, but they have to understand and enjoy the, mm-hmm. the, the puzzle. Um, they have to have an enormous amount of curiosity. If, if you're not a, a naturally curious person go find another line of work because the, the, the job of an analyst is to tease out answers 
It's to, it's to find things that nobody else thought of or look at things in different ways. So it's, um, if you have some math background, if you understand the technology, that's, that's where to begin. If you have natural curiosity, you're a shoe in Now it's critical that you understand everything there is to know about the business itself. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where you start to add value. Uh, I, I was at um, uh, an e-metrics conference in Germany last year explaining what an analyst does. And somebody in the audience stopped me and said, wait, wait, what you're telling me is I need to know everything about the technology and social media and web analytics. But then I have to understand everybody else's job too? And I said, <laughs> yes, that's right. That's, that's exactly what it is. Your job, it's, it's like being a doctor. You have to understand all the science in order to mm-hmm. help the patient. In this mm-hmm. case, the business is the patient. And a patient is not just, uh, is he healthy? But it's a business. And each one is a business model. And is this particular business healthy or not? And in a lot of cases, I've seen people who have kind of moved into the, the web analyst role who have kind of come from other disciplines in the past. So they might have worked in search, they might have worked in social media, they might have been a paid search specialist, or, you know, kind of various different skills. Have you kind of noticed a particular, you know, people in particular roles that have, have taken to that kind of move across particularly well? Um, no. Um, you know, people, there's no, there's no secret, um, secret, um, plan for how to be a good web analyst. Then. No, it's, it's really about the level of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if somebody shows you a report that correlates this. Life is full of awesome. What ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs. That's why United healthcare provides health protector guard, fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern. That's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today customer behavior with that marketplace activity and and it makes your eyes light up then you're the right kind of person Mm -hmm. um if your background is direct marketing you've probably done the same kind of analysis with catalog mailing if Mm -hmm. you're in um uh radio advertising you've probably done the same sort of thing of uh measuring how many people called in to the call center after the radio ad aired one time, two times, three times in different day parts. If that's the kind of person you are, if that fascinates you, you're a shoe-in. That's correct. Mm-hmm. What kind of background you have, um, it, it helps to have experience in all of those things you mentioned. Um, and, mm-hmm. and in fact, 
the more well-rounded you are, the even better. Because if I look at a problem and say, gee, um, I don't understand what's happening. Let's go explore the data. Let's go get search data. Let's get Twitter data. Let's go get Facebook data. Oh, let's look at the results on the website. It's that well-rounded part that's so mm-hmm. important. And, uh, you know, I know you travel all over the world, Jim, talking to all kinds of people involved in, in the measurement of, of web performance and web success. Um, what do you think are the biggest issues and biggest concerns that are facing the, you know, those people who are attending events like eMetrics? Um, well, let's see. We, we, we went through the progression of um, initially, oh, look, there are other people like me. How lovely. <laughs> <laughs> we all have the same problems. Isn't that nice? And then, oh, wait, we all have the same problems. How do we solve these problems? Mm-hmm. Um, the problem initially was technology. How do I get yeah. the data? Then the problem was, uh, gee, is anybody actually doing this? So when, when case studies came out, everybody was relieved that, yes, here's an actual way to prove uh, the the concept that measurement is valuable. Then we face the problem of convincing senior managers. We want more tools. We want more people. We want more time. We want more compute power. Uh, that means money. We have to convince senior managers that this is valuable. So so we kind of got past that. Um, Along came social media and poured a huge amount of new data on top of our heads while we were mm-hmm. still busy getting organized. So that that sort of threw us off track for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And now that senior managers understand the concept of using data, now that the tools are in place, now that everybody's finally convinced that the web is truly, uh, well, excuse me, the internet, digital, is truly a part and parcel of doing business, good. Now, Now I'm given a green light to move ahead and make it work. The problem I face today is I have so many data streams that I have to integrate in order to come to a conclusion. Uh, this this integrating all of the data is um, is a problem that that many companies are springing up out of the woodwork to try to solve. This is sort of the latest horizon of. Yes, I have social and search and call center and retail store data. In, in fact, there are companies now that are using video cameras in retail stores to do uh, foot traffic analysis like we do web traffic analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, got, I've got opinion or sentiment information. I have a number of likes and tweets, and I'm trying to bring all of this together in order to understand my marketplace. The... The first step of just mechanical collecting and uh, and and correlating that data, as far as um, John Smith over in this corner and John Q Smith in that corner turn out to be the same guy. Uh, mm-hmm. How to how to sync up social uh, data with web traffic data? Um, just just the mechanics of that is difficult. Mm-hmm. Then taking a big step back and looking at this big cloud of data and trying to say, okay, what question do I want to ask? Here, here is all of this information. What problem do I want to solve? Mm-hmm. And so these are you know, the, the two difficult problems we face, bringing it all together and then using it wisely. And do you think there's a skill in the kind of storytelling that has to go with that? Because I think that, you know, 
that for a lot of the people we're talking about here, you know, that data comes naturally to them and they can understand that. But actually, the people who are going to be able to make the most from this are the people who would never be able to go in and look at that data. You know, I I, I kind of get the impression that someone who can kind of weave that into a story, into a narrative that, you know, that they can understand is actually that's probably as much where the skill is as the analysis in the first place. The ability to communicate the results, you know, having the insight is terrific. It's exciting. It's fun. You've solved the puzzle. You think you've got a, a, an end of a thread and you want to pull the thread. But now you have to go convince other people that it's worthwhile. I was at a, a Web Analytics Association symposium last week. Uh, and David McBride, who's head of analytics at Comcast, one of the, one of the cable uh, television and internet big companies in the U.S., mm-hmm. said that he had been doing very well. Uh, being an analyst. And then one of his senior managers took him aside and said, you know, your next step is you need to learn how to do public speaking. So I'm going to send you to a public speaking course and you're going to learn how to do public speaking better in order to present in front of an audience. And then I'm going to put you in situations where you are going to present on behalf of our department. And it was a formal planned strategy of education to help him become a good communicator mm-hmm. and there he was in front of 200 people telling his story because he had indeed become mm-hmm. a good communicator and that's that's very important just from a, a perspective of, of doing well in business anyway mm-hmm. but the real issue for analysts is we're dealing in some seriously complex arcane and and calculation rich stuff that's very difficult for people to assimilate quickly and I'll I'll give you the quick example if i walk into your office and say 37.25% of the people who come to our website on thursday afternoons who've also talked about us in social environments 68% of the time it doesn't matter what i say next you're already mm-hmm. thinking about, well, what does 37.3% and how did he get that number? And, mm-hmm. and you have now made me responsible for agreeing with you about those numbers. If instead I came in and said, we've got a lot of data and we've done a lot of analysis and we've come to the conclusion that if we make this kind of offer to these kinds of people – we're going to get a better return on our investment. And mm-hmm. those kinds of I have a I have a test. If we can just spend a little bit of money, I have a way of testing that hypothesis to see if we should make a big investment. It's like, oh, you've got data? Great. Don't make me responsible for the data, but tell me that you are confident in your results. Mm-hmm. So if later I need to take a look at it, I know I can go and see the reports. But don't don't walk in with a spreadsheet. That that's mm-hmm. you're asking it's a it, you're asking my left brain uh, to agree with your feeling or you want my right brain to agree with the numbers. You're better off going with the emotional side. Fantastic. And one final question for you, Jim. You talked about one of those big problems being kind of convincing those senior managers that the the investment or the time or the testing is is required. If if you kind of were one of those senior managers and you're you're aware that you probably ought to try and learn a little bit more about the world of metrics and measurement and analytics online, where would you say is the best place to start for those senior managers? Um, you know, what books to read, what websites to visit, what kind of events to attend or kind of, you know, associations to join that type 
type of thing. Is there any particular recommendations that you've got there for kind of the business person who would like to better understand the the world of analysis? That's well, available? well, let's see. Let me let me blow my own horn first. Um, uh, there, the uh, the web metrics book that I mm-hmm. wrote back in two thousand and two is a really good uh, uh, primer for. Mm-hmm. getting started and conceptualizing what's going on. Um, then on the far end of the spectrum are uh, the books and especially the blog by Avinash Kaushik. Mm-hmm. Um, Av- uh, Occam's Razor is the name of mm-hmm. his blog. It is, it is a graduate-level course in how to do this stuff really well, pretty much in layman's terms, but in deep detail. So if you actually mm-hmm. want to be an analyst and you want to know how – Avinash's book and and blog are the place to go. If you're interested in social media, there is a, a book by John Lovett, uh, Social Media Metrics Secrets, that that gives you a really deep insight in uh, with examples and case studies and really solid. But if you're a senior level manager, um, you need to know conceptually what's going on. You want to talk to your peers. For that, mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend three different things. Um, First, the uh, eMetrics Marketing Optimization Summit, which is part of Data-Driven Business Week coming mm-hmm. up in London. Uh, number two is the Web Analytics Association, because there are peer groups within that that aren't just deep, technical, geeky. It's also uh, management and, and the executive perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, I would point you to um, eConsultancy.com, mm-hmm. which is a UK-based content website full of white papers, discussion groups, and um, uh, again, that, that peer-to-peer sort of approach of uh, you know, where, what do people at my level of the organization feel and think and what direction are they moving uh, in this area? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. No, some really practical examples of where people can go off and learn a bit more there, Jim. I think that's really interesting. And thanks there for some really interesting questions about kind of how you can go about measuring these things, some of the issues you need to deal with and some of the problems that people have been facing. I found that really interesting. My pleasure. Thanks so much for uh, inviting me on. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links, and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments, and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six or one five oh. If you're inside the UK, it's O one two seven three two five six one five oh. And you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 